Hi, and welcome back to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and release weight while enjoying the foods they love. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to stay focused on your important tasks without stepping away for a snack every five minutes? Um, Procrastinate snacking is real, y'all. So I'm sharing today this Instagram live I recently did where you'll learn what causes procrastination snacking and what to do about it. The biggest mistake that I found that keeps ambitious women from breaking free from food distractions and stepping boldly into their purpose and four simple steps you can take to permanently change your relationship with food so procrastination never holds you back. So take a listen and I'll catch you after the episode. Hello, Instagram. Wants to come on live and talk about um, procrastinating. Um, have you ever told yourself that you just need to control yourself around food? That you know, food is the problem, and then you you realize that there's this pattern that every time you have something uncomfortable to do, that's when all of a sudden you feel like having a snack. (laughs) And so I've talked about this before. I called it, um, which is not my term, I heard it from somewhere else, but um, procrastinate snacking. And um, this is something I can totally relate to. And the reason why this is on my mind right now is because it came up on a, uh, a call with a student yesterday. And I thought I'd just come, you know, circle back around to this topic, because, um, you know, if you are someone who follows my content, chances are you are someone who's also on a mission. Um, the people who I attract tend to be very purpose driven, um, very into, you know, manifestation, creating more for their lives and making an impact in the world, being of service to other people. And, you know, food is something that can be or the the use of food to emotionally soothe and the comfort eat can be something that is standing in the way of us really showing up and creating the impact that we want. I know for me in my own life, it was something that I used to keep myself small. And it took me a long time to realize that, you know, it was a strategy that I was using as long as I had this crutch of emotional eating, then I could use that as um, you know, as like evidence that I really can't actually do what it is that I want to do in the world. I can't really show up. I really can't have um, the results that I want and make the impact that I want. I could use that to keep myself from really stepping out there. Why? Because stepping out there was uncomfortable for me. And so what I want to talk about is three simple steps that you can use to move through this next time you find yourself getting stuck in fear and wanting to procrastinate snack instead of, you know, reaching out to people who might be able to work with you in, in your business venture, um, putting your content out, putting out a free training or, you know, um, offering a webinar or whatever it is that is making you uncomfortable and you find yourself getting um, pulled to cookies and sugar or whatever kinds of foods that you're attracted to, um, these three steps will help you to move through that. Now, I said these are three simple steps. I am not by any means saying that they're easy, okay? But what I've discovered is that when you um, will 
when you keep in mind what is most important to you, that will allow you to be able to have the willingness to take these three steps. So willingness is always um, going to come first. You know, if you're not, if you're unwilling to do it, then none of this, nothing that I'm going to say is going to work for you anyway. So you might as well click off now, you know, just to be blunt about it. All right. So here's the three simple steps. All right. Step one is to just simply acknowledge, to just acknowledge that you are afraid and that you are avoiding some, avoiding a task, avoiding an uncomfortable task, um, that you have a fear, you know, and just by acknowledging it, you have awareness. And the more that you have, that you're aware that this is, um, a pattern that you have a, that you have fears that are stopping you from moving forward and that you are then using food to comfort, the more awareness you build around that, then the more power you're going to have in these situations, the more you're going to be able to reclaim your power to be in control of your choices. So the more you're going to be able to behave in the way that is aligned with your goals and your values. So the first step is simply to acknowledge, like, I have, I'm afraid, you know, and again, simple, not necessarily easy, um, especially if you have developed a habit of reaching for something to numb that fear. Um, because, you know, the more you, ah, my bird is distracting me right now. (laughs) Ah, all right. So there is that neuro, um, that neural pathway, that reinforced pathway of reaching for food over and over and over again, that becomes automatic. And so, you know, at first the automaticity of it is something that that's a hurdle um, that needs to be jumped at first, right? Um, So the first step really is just all about developing that awareness and starting to put a a gap in between that initial um, trigger and acting on it. So what we're we're starting to do is to what Viktor Frankl talks about is um, between the initial trigger, which these may not be his exact words, but between the initial trigger and the response is actually there's a space. And what you're doing is you're going to start widening that space. How? By just starting to acknowledge, I am afraid. So in the moment when you find yourself procrastinating, recognize that you are afraid. Like, don't buy into whatever... um excuses your brain is going to give yourself for why you're not doing the thing that you said you wanted to do. If you acknowledge, I am afraid, if you if you make that statement, then you're already starting to um, widen that gap between trigger and response. Hey, Stacy, I'm about to see you in like 15 minutes <laughs> for our little um, mastermind gathering. Thanks for hopping on. So the second step, uh, simple step is to, once you've acknowledged it, 
is to tell somebody. Now, this is something that rarely, like we rarely do. But when you are so used to trying to figure everything out on your own and so used to just trying to like rely on yourself to like power through, it's not it's not natural for you to reach out. So this is going to actually do several different things. One of them is just basically a basic pattern interrupt. You know, your old pattern is to try to figure out like why you're feeling like this or try to resist your cravings or, you know, try to use whatever strategies you've tried to use in the past that let's face it, if they've worked, you wouldn't be watching this right now, likely. And so the first thing is to just, you know, interrupt that pattern. Or the second thing is to interrupt that pattern by actually telling someone else, reach out to someone, reach out to a friend, you know, someone who's in your network, um, your professional network that you're close to, whoever it is, it doesn't matter. Anyone who you feel comfortable with enough to share that, hey, like, there's this thing that I'm um, trying to do right now, and I'm afraid to do it. I'm afraid to do it. <laughs> you know? So you've acknowledged it to yourself, and now you're acknowledging it to someone else. And the reason why this is, like I said, you're doing so many different things. And one of the most powerful reasons why this is important is because of something called empathy. Brene Brown, she researched shame and she found that shame can't tolerate the light. And what that means is that when we feel fear, a lot of times then we, um, what Buddhists call, we shoot ourselves with the second arrow. We judge ourselves for that fear. And that then causes us to be more um, overtaken by the fear. And that leads us back to those same strategies to try to cope with the fear that failed us in the past. So instead of doing the same thing over again and expecting a different result, let's break the pattern. Let's actually share it. Let's share it with someone who we trust, someone else who's in the arena, which means um, uh, it's a metaphor for someone else who's also out there looking to make an impact, looking to have more and do more. Someone else who's also putting themselves out there. You know, you don't want to go to someone who's going to try to talk you out of it anyway, or who's going to discourage you or who has their own, you know, shit that they're dealing with. And they're not going to um, be able to empathize with you on that level of like, wow, like, you know, I'm doing the same thing. I know, I know what, what you're going through, you know, and that's it. You just want to be able to share it with someone else. So that step two is to actually share it. And then step three is to actually embrace it. And this might seem counterintuitive. And that's good because, again, you don't want to do the same thing again, which is all just habit, you know, just getting back into that same habit loop. But you want to actually move, you want to actually um, embrace the fear and allow it to be, don't resist it, and fully feel the fear. And when you fully fear the, feel, the fear, um, when you actually fully 
experience the fear in your body, feel what it feels like, what you're going to discover is that you're naturally going to then be able to take the action that you want to take, which is technically step four, okay, is to now take action, which I should call this a four-step simple process. So, so often we want to avoid what we're feeling because we have a natural tendency to avoid pain to seek pleasure. And what I've discovered is that the moment that we actually turn toward that discomfort that we're trying to avoid, the moment that we actually turn toward the pain, it disappears. We start to realize that it's not actually there. It is a ghost. And we also start to realize that these are not just um, we, we start to realize that that ghost has sensations that we can name in our body, that we can anticipate, we can um, predict, we can know that predictably, okay, when I'm experiencing anxiety, fear, overwhelm, discomfort, whatever it is, there are specific sensations that come up in my body and we start to realize, recognize that common denominator really is the physical pain and discomfort that are sensations that we can actually name and um, watch and ride, really. We can ride them out to the end. As long as we are paying attention to them, the moment that we try to stuff them, numb them, avoid them, distract ourselves from them, all we're doing is setting ourselves up for it to come around again and possibly come back even stronger and more powerfully. And so that's the four steps. Recognize, um, acknowledge the fear. Um, share it with someone else. Reach out and share it with someone else. And embrace it and experience it is step three, and then finally take action. Take action. One of the things I love to do is put my hand on my heart. After I've fully experienced the fear and the discomfort, I put my hand on my heart, I take a deep breath, and I ask myself, you know, what is it that I need to hear, know, or understand right in this moment that will help me to take the next right step? And so that is a tip that I'll share with you as well. And let me know if this was helpful for you. How do you handle um, when you have something that is out of your comfort zone that you want to do that you know is necessary to move you forward? All right. Thanks for watching. I'll catch you on another one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools. 
over on Instagram. You can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode. Bye.